This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Here we go, 5 o'clock in the Southland. Sedano and Cap here Wednesday afternoon as we get ready for Angels Baseball. Where producer Lindsay Baseball, Cappy and myself will take on wonderful fans to the Coors Light deck right there in the outfield at Angel Stadium. That's at 6.30 tonight. Right now we're in the backyard. But Shadano is back at the headquarters along with producer Laura. But right now it's time for What You Need to Know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. I'm saying it's sitting right next to you for a change. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. How you doing, Lindsay? You okay? I'm You're, burning. Dude, I'm one of her arms is bright red. Yes. Dude, th- these guys I got here, George, and Morales goes, hey, we're going to put you in the sun seat because it'll be really funny if you're sweating. <laughs> he said it like, be funny for a minute. And I'm like, yeah, I don't really think it's going to be so funny, but it would be good if you were in the hot seat oh, and you were sweating. I'm schwitzing over no, here, Shanana. And now Lindsay's taking it the worst, man. It's all over. I need one of those uh, misters back in the back. Let me tell you, it was hot Mister. today. I, was, I, I wasn't was. down there in, in Orange County, but I was up in Glendale today. Uh, at the Great Americana for a little oh, while. Oh, beautiful. And, uh, yes, a beautiful place. And, uh, man, when I was walking around, I was like, whew, I'm starting to sweat in these jeans. Man, it is Lindsay hot baseball here. is really smoking now. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this sun is beating down all over her. Literally. Well, I didn't face? know you'd get burned like that. I'm an olive complexion type I'm, uh, She's from I'm Cleveland. Gentleman. I'm pretty olive complexion, no, but I still I mean, burn. You're red. I'm, I'm brown. Yeah. Um, well, right, Hungarian, so are Hungarians far? olive? No, I don't think yeah. Hungarians are a hollow. Yeah, hollow. Turn it up. Turn that third one. The third one. This one right here? Cappy doesn't even know how to use his own equipment that he stole from 1090. How All do you right. sell now? Get I right did on, steal it. Get on that mic. So I'm ready to take it away now? Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. So the Center of Disease Control and Prevention has warned people not to kiss or cuddle they're turtles. Oh, okay. Because right. me and Chris looked at each other like, <laughs> what about that time we put those 22 inches of glizzy between us? No, just this is just for pet turtles, <laughs> okay. or I guess turtles in general, because there's a salmonella outbreak linked to small turtles. Oh, no. And it's sickened at least 26 people across 11 different states. Boy, people making out with their turtles all over the so. place. I guess so. They, they are investigating the multi-state outbreak of salmonella linked to the small turtles. And, yeah, just... You know, you should not be kissing any turtles that have shells less than four inches long because they oh, may really? have caused illness. Oh, little turtles. Yes. Little teeny tiny turtles. Yes. Give you salamilla. <laughs> salamilla. Not to be confused with little Cappy. Yeah. Little Cappy, he aight. He, he don't give you no he don't give you no salmonella. He has some Hell to, to the nah. Nah nah nah. That's wow, I know. wonder how they figure that out. They're like so <laughs> I thought it was funny. Like what did this like we're trying to figure out what in common do these twenty six people have? They all have salmonella. What do they all have in common? And then they finally go, I don't know, you got any pets or anything? I got this little pet turtle I make out with sometimes. Twenty six people yeah, making out with their turtles. They're making out with turtles. They're just kiss- kissing them. You know, no, but listen, your when your dog like does your dog kiss you on the mouth? Does no, your dog lick you in the face? He licks me in the face, but I don't kiss my dog in the mouth. No, but that's that's like doggy making out. By the way, thanks to Coors Light, who brought, uh, made sure that the backyard broadcast could happen. And, of course, tonight at the Angels game, Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. And Pizza Hut, they've got those 75-cent wings, Jack. Mm. Be sure to download the Pizza Hut app tonight so you can get one of these big dinner boxes like we have out here. Yeah, I just had one. I had one with the chicken and, like, the ham and the whatever else and the barbecue sauce. Yeah. Then I had a regular slice of cheese. What was that that just opened? Uh, really? Mr. Lindsay opened a Sunkiss Zero Sugar, but that thing's hot. I got, I got ice cold ones in the ice chest. Lindsay's going to burn up here today. I got to be honest. Lindsay Baseball is not a great barbecue guest. She's like confused about the ice chest and how to get stuff out of the ice no, chest. I just asked, you know. But that thing's hot. It's not I cold. Wanna, I didn't want to inconvenience you, so I that's why you put an sweetheart. ice chest out for game. What, what for an guests. angel! What an angel! What a lovely guest! I'm I didn't want to inconvenience thoughtful. you. I'm sorry. No, that's very nice of you. I'm on your oh, side. Thanks, Kate. You're a great barbecue guest. Wow. Not like me. <laughs> well, there you go. Sedona, what bit do you want to get into? Um, I eventually, I mean, we're going to, we're teasing. We got an hour to go basically till the scavenger hunt. Now, nice. Lindsay, you sent me a list for this scavenger hunt. And by the way, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. You sent me this list, um, but you know the answers well, to I don't, though. You could even ask Chris. I just Googled a bunch of random 
scavenger hunt clues and copied and pasted. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Although she was upstairs, where Copy and I were out here setting up. She was upstairs for like twenty minutes on wait, her own. Wait, so wait, I don't know what you, you, got to... you mean to tell me you're going to in all of his drawers for any potential? Right, you're going to create a a scavenger hunt in Chris's house based on ChatGPT's version of what kind of stuff we should look for in a scavenger hunt. Exactly. Not you didn't actually go through and go, hey, I found ten different things throughout the house. Now here they are. You go find them. You didn't do that. Well, no, I... here's what Chris is. Chris on the email. Yeah. Am okay. I on the email? No, you're not. No. Why am I not? Because you're gutless. That's why. So, Chris, you just have to be? you have to let me know what like you can if you want to send me a text. You look through that email. You send me a text of the things you think you you think they should look for in the last hour in the scavenger hunt and see who can come back faster uh, with said item. Uh, feel free to do that. Just pick like five of them. If and you see something wrapped in foil, don't pick it up. Okay. <laughs> Why, what do you think that is? Well, that stuff. That's that's the savings account, you know? Okay. Remember the scene in Goodfellas? Yeah. That's all we had. <laughs> How about this? Um, I want to put something, like, think about something that Chris would have in the drawer next to his bed. Boys. No, no, I don't want to think about. No, why do you? No, I don't want you going that's into his personal. drawers. That's too personal. Well, no, I mean, like, who knows? Because people put stuff that's next. No, to No, Cap, their bed. this is going to be easy stuff. Like, oh. I feel like the, everyone has like a junk drawer in their kitchen. Yeah, right? why do you? Why do you want to be a creeper and go through yeah, his extra. drawers? Yeah. Well, for real, like, I'm sure, like, on it's, the on, I'll, the, on I'll, this I'll, list, I'll cut you off. It's a yeah. Theragun. It's not that exciting. Okay, <laughs> on this list, is there like Jergens lotion? I don't know. In the bathroom, <laughs> there is Lubriderm lotion. Okay, Lubriderm. But in the bathroom, okay, it's in the bathroom, not next to your bed. No. Okay. Oh, God. No, because sometimes at night before you go to sleep, you take the lotion yeah, and you, yeah. like, put it on your arms, you know, and your you, legs. You put you the lotion ashy. in the basket? I do that, yes, in the basket. I do that in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. you do? Most oh, people no. do that when they get out of the shower. Oh, they do? Still, when you're still hydrated. To really? lock in the hydration. But see, I'm a big oh, shower in one bathroom, get ready in the other bathroom. Yeah. Okay. I can't be in the same bathroom. It's I'm all steamy. It's too, yes. It and gets, I'm sweating. Your clothes stick to you. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Most people do that, I think. I feel like you get out of the shower have two when you're still hydrated. You put the lotion on. You like put. You walk around like with the towel on for a minute or two, and you know maybe ten minutes, and then. And that's how most people clothes. do it. That's how I do it. I so we have that in the, in the six o'clock hour. I want to recreate George. Remember the old Keenav bit from the morning. Oh Gold yeah, yeah, show? yeah. We might want to recreate that. Maybe call it Cappy Nav. Okay. So you're gonna have to look up like a traffic story, okay. Cappy. Like back in the old. Remember how Jim Rome started doing traffic? No. You're gonna end up doing traffic one day. Tell me. So maybe look that up. Where am I gonna do traffic? I got an app for, for you, seven ten. We're really? just going to make you the traffic Is that going to be me? Maybe. Really? Hey, there's a big old jam on the North 405, man. Think you ain't getting nowhere, you know? If you're by the airport right now, you're screwed. You Something like that, you mean? Maybe. But first, I have a, an advice. Okay. I want advice, George. Can you mm. give me advice? Sure. So the ESPN Away Golf Classic, presented by our friends at SoCal Hyundai Dealers yeah. and Coors Light, is coming up on September 8th. Sunday Swagger is back again to outfit us. I'm going to Sunday Swagger tomorrow to pick up product right. for my 10-day uh, vacation, which is all at Black Gold. I'm going to live at Black Gold and play 36 holes a day. Here's the question, though. So right now I'm between sizes. Actually, that's not true. In Sunday Swagger, I could wear double X, which I feel more comfortable in. But sometimes it gets a little, you know, a little snug mm-hmm. to my feeling. Mm-hmm. So then you go to the 3X, but that's too big. Mm-hmm. Because it feels like the 3X then makes me look bigger, even though I may feel more comfortable. You get what I'm saying, George? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So then it's it, like the double X has less mystery, but everybody knows the Ponzone is there. You know right, what I mean? Right, that's totally. what I was going to say. Like right. just, the Ponzone. Just Ponzone? Ponzone? You know, it's the, his the belly. Ponzone right there. The Take a look at yeah. that. That's Everyone Ponzone. knows it's there, so we don't need to hide it with like right. a bigger shirt. Right. Because then it just makes me look bigger in general. Yeah. Like, well, oh, what else is he hiding under there? Well, what it is is here's the problem. Guys who don't feel really good because they feel like they got a little couple extra on them they're trying to hide it by sort of blousing the shirt so now you get the triple x and you start blousing that thing and now you look fatter than you already feel you understand what i'm saying so what you do is is you confidently rock the double x and you just let everybody know i'm feeling good about me baby Right. You know, you know, like you're always telling me, stop telling yourself how disgusting you are. Stop insulting yourself, well, telling everybody how disgusting. fat you are. I didn't call myself disgusting. No, but. no, but I call myself disgusting. Right. And I constantly give myself a hard time about how fat I am. Even this morning, I'm in one of these like P90X classes. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. 45, whatever it is, right? Whatever these things are. I'm in one of these classes, F45. Right. And, and, and like I'm tucking my shirt in because I'm bouncing up and down and my fat belly's hanging out. You know what I'm saying? And there were these two hot chicks next to me and I didn't want them to see it. So I say double X. I don't know, George. What's your opinion? 
Uh, Chris, I think you can go. It, it, I think you're being reasonable. Like, people know you're a, a, a hefty dude. A husky dude. gentleman. Yeah, a bigger dude. So just roll with it. Yeah, we got the pond zone there. They know it's there. Let's not try to hide it. Yeah. Is it like that commercial we play? It's like, if you're a little, what does he say, Laura? We always laugh at it every time we hear it. There's a guy who's like, if you consider yourself a little, is that maybe hus- husky? Um, yeah. But he, then he also says if you got diabetes and oh, all yeah, that, I don't have that. Yeah, I just think yeah. it's funny the way the guy says it. Somebody sweet Lou or somebody yeah. just like yes, you, yes, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> only he, only he he's on number two, <laughs> right. that guy right there. Yeah. Um, hey, George, people in the uh, YouTube live chat are uh, kind of laughing about the fact that we're going to do a scavenger hunt here at Morales' house. Because not long ago, I was telling a story about being in an open house. And it was this beautiful, beautiful place. And there were like all these um, like mirrored, cl- I, I thought they were closets. I'm like, I don't know what these are. So I pushed on one and then it opened up, you know, like that little snappy Uh-oh. thing inside this closet must have been, I'm not exaggerating, about 500 um, like female undergarment, like sh- garter belts and bustiers. Oh, right. And I mean, hung perfectly. Right. And did you try any of them on? I didn't try them oh. on. Good question. But then once I opened up one closet and saw what was in there, man, I opened up every closet. <laughs> I wanted to know what was in every drawer. You know what I mean? Because this lady, she had these things organized perfectly. And I was like, you know, no one's really in here. I could take a couple of these just to have them. You know, I didn't take them, by the way. Point is, is I'm kind of snoopy like that. You know, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that kind of walks into your house and walks, likes to sniff around like a dog. Let me look through your stuff. So Wait, you do that? Yeah. So if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna do a scavenger hunt in Morales's house, who knows what I might no, find I along the way? That's a bad idea because of that. Are you the guy who like goes to the bathroom and you like look through their medicine cabinet? Not really. Mm. Not really. I mean, it kind of sounds like you're no, that guy. Yeah, but for some like reason, that. I don't. But but for some reason, that one I don't do necessarily. Oh, okay. Like I'll go through your drawer next to your bed. So you have a limit. I, yeah, for some reason, like what pills you might be on doesn't interest me. See, I feel like the medicine cabinet is a lot more personal than. What's like in your next to your bed, you know, your nightstand? Depends on whose nightstand. I guess. We'll determine how personal. Kathy's nightstand. That's a wondrous place. Dude, I got place. some things in there. That's What's a wondrous place. Nightstand? I got some things in my nightstand. Like what? A taser. <laughs> What's in your nightstand? Sedona, you didn't get a laugh on the taser? I thought you'd get a laugh. <laughs> no, I didn't. No, I didn't. One thing. What's one thing in your nightstand, Cap? Adult toys, Lindsay okay. Baseball. Oh, Adult on, toys. Okay. I mean, come on. Come on what, what did you expect come me to tell on. you? I don't know. That's you said. You, you have some things. Stuff. That's stuff. Okay. Bring Kate's back on for that's a second. Stuff. That was Kate's. Let's was talk great. Lakers with How Kate's. How great was Kate? Kate's was great. Kate's was Lakers. really good. I think he walked up marketing consultant of the year for Mandy's three already. I know. No, no, not bit of the year. Bit of the year belongs to us. We've already taken. Yeah, bit we of ate the year. a twenty-two inch hot dog. Right. And then we made out at the end. Which reminds me, did you see? We didn't make out though. The the photos that Benson. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. We got a package yesterday. The, the Benson crime family sent these. I know this is thrilling radio, but it's pictures, uh, Cappy. Hold it up to the camera over there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it, George, but it is a picture no. of when we were holding the glizzy end-to-end before. Yeah. The best of all these photos is George Sedano in them, a professional play-by-play man for ESPN. Doing real amazing play-by-play and looking on. He looks so into it. Well, he's, he's very so serious it. about like it. Like he's calling yeah. Game serious. 7 of the World Series. Right. Or he's calling like Syracuse versus Colgate Week 0 in college football. See, you didn't need to do that. What? You didn't need to do that. What? That's good. That's I'm, small, promote, I'm that's promoting. That's a small market dig. I'm pro- a small, you're, you're, you're telling me that George calling Colgate in and Syracuse is small house, market? I don't want you, you hear what he just said, George? It's also week one. He yeah. called you small market. <laughs> no, he's saying, the, he's saying the dig was Why is it a dig? I'm promoting it. Game 7 of the World Series and you said Syracuse Colgate. Right. A game he's calling. I'm trying to hype my boy here. You couldn't even carry his headphones. <laughs> they that heavy? No, they're that talented. Oh, they are. The are magic they? in those really. The magic in those cans. I mean, I'm looking at these cans right here. I think I could carry those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking right at them. This picture of this dog, though, it almost breaks right in the middle. It almost goes down. This is this is going to be an all-time. You know what's going picture. down? Tell Caleb me. Williams apparently telling you the NFL ain't necessarily going down for him. We'll tell you about that in a sec. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 5 o'clock in the Southland. Shinado and Cap on a Wednesday, a live imaging Wednesday. As we get ready for Angels baseball tonight, Cappy, producer Lindsay, myself are going to be on the Coors Light deck with fabulous Circle of Trust fans, courtesy of our friends at Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all summer long. We're playing this Shinado because... Uh, I think Cappy was singing it earlier, right? Kel- uh, Kelly Clarkson? George was. Oh, George was. Well, Cappy like made the reference, and then he, I sang it, and then he went right past it because he had no idea who mm-hmm. sang it. Mm-hmm. No, I love this song. Who sings it? I think it's Kelly Clarkson, isn't it? Well, I, ju- I just said it. He just said oh, it, so yeah. It. Oh, I didn't know you said I wasn't listening. By the way, Shidano, because we're best friends, <laughs> I reprimanded him in the break to knock it off. Knock off what? His little dig there. What dig? See, yeah. see, even Sedano didn't take it as a I dig. took it. Yeah, you didn't. Hey, listen, calling a college football game on ESPN is a big deal. Huge deal. I don't care if it's Colgate, Syracuse, or if it's Colgate versus Crest. You understand what I'm saying to You're you? You're just jealous. <laughs> Crest. You're just jealous. <laughs> Let me tell you, that Michael Brescia kid, the quarterback for Colgate, he can sling it. You see that right there? That's yeah. good knowledge. That's really good knowledge. Yeah. So, look, um, you said, like, calling Game 7 of the World Series. I don't know that George aspires to call baseball games, but I do know that he aspires Honestly, to call football games. Honestly, do you, do you want to know why my wife thinks I could never call baseball? Tell me why. Because I drink too much water and I go to the bathroom too often. Oh, that, that could be the case. You're too quality, hydrated. It's a quality point. Yeah. I, just, and listen, she makes a great point. I do drink a lot of water, and I do go to the bathroom because I drink a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, well, and there's no, like, you know, there's no, like, there's no halftime in baseball. So Right. Say, all right, hey, bottom of the third, we'll be back right after this. I'm going to go to the bathroom, I'm going to pee, and I may not make it back for the start, but uh, at least I got my guy. Somebody here will be uh, taking care of you, right? Right, You can't do that in baseball. Well, you'd have to. Right, at least basketball, you got halftime too, you know what I mean? Like, you got a break somewhere. I do. So, so yes, I think calling the takedown of the 22-inch Glizzy as a professional play-by-play man like a guy who's calling Colgate versus Syracuse this upcoming week, I think that's a smart piece of promotion yes. myself. Oh, a week from now, by the way. Not, oh, it's not, not this upcoming it's week? It's week one, yeah, not week zero. Not week zero. Yeah. Okay, week yeah, one. Yeah, so take that. Okay. Yeah. Week one. Uh, was, week yeah. zero, though, is the yeah. day that you were supposed to go with Mason to watch San Jose State take on USC, and, and right. it looks like you're potentially backing Mace out just on texted me. He wants you to transfer the tickets back. I never accepted them. Oh, I never because I think he's going to invite. Well, now they're like in limbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lost in the ether. He's going to invite. He's going to invite producer Lindsay to join us. Because if you don't accept them, then they just like float around in the universe until you accept them, and they won't send them back to him until the game's over. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. You got to send them back. You got to accept and send back. All right, I'll accept them and send them back. Yeah. So you're out. You're out. No, I have 24 hours. Oh, I have until Jesus. tomorrow. If you're out, we have to have. Tell him now. No, here's what we have to have. We have to have Lindsay and Laura at the game. Okay. I don't know what you guys have. Saturday night. Saturday night. Mm. Wins and Laura and me, and he's sitting in the middle, mm-hmm. not inviting any of his own show, mm-hmm. but hanging out with the afternoon show because he's be so great. desperate to press the flesh with us. Lindsay, do you want to go to the USC football game on Saturday with Mason and his crew? I think I might be moving on Saturday. Oh. Moving where? Oh, girl, you you nailed you did You're it. moving? You did it. I'm moving. I just haven't like decided what day yet. Oh, I, I didn't gotta, know you, you were know, moving. I gotta, you got to deal with like moving people. Well, is she supposed uh, to update you that well, she's yeah, moving? Well, yeah, this is a big life thing. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't I mean, ask your permission. No, no, I'm not asking I for permission. I knew. I No, no, but hold on. Sort I don't, of. You don't have to ask my permission. Yeah. I mean, I'd kind but, of. But, it, but it, I would think yeah. that, a, well, that a, a big story like that, hey, I'm moving. Why, are you going to help her move? Yeah. No, you're you're not. not. You're not. So just, you know. The answer is no. I'm not going to. I'm not going to help her move. Yeah. Because I'm not a good person asked to help for moving. You right. Don't seem like okay. You would be. I'm well, not. No, you should have stopped the sentence that you're not a good person. Period. <laughs> no, no. No. I'm a good person. Good guy. I'm a good He's person, a good but guy. but I'm a bad person to ask to help move. Listen, everybody is a bad person to ask to help move because nobody wants to do it, and you're better off just paying somebody. To but do I'm just. No, yes. that's I, not I, true. My no, brother no, and no. Christian moved my stuff while I was at work. 
Oh hell! Well, that, oh that hell the yeah! The oh, boo. Yeah. Why don't you why don't you hire them? Why don't you hire the boo? Yeah. And the bro. Yeah. They were like, "I'll do it." I was like, "Okay, thank you." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if someone's willing to do it, that's fine. But that's just, like, honestly, that's like a tough thing to ask. I know, yeah. but that's but my that's man different and my because brother. right. <laughs> that, but that's a different situation because it is your brother and it is your man. But like, so. but, but but okay. So when Laura was moving, we had some very intense conversations about her decisions, where she was going, how she was doing it, why she was doing it, etc. You moving Lindsay baseball, I would have thought would have we, we might have heard about this. You know, now, funny. now you don't have to ask my permission. Okay. But 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 you could you could ask for my consultation. Laura knows, Chris knows. Yeah, I, I know. didn't ask for both of their input. Okay. You didn't ask for my input. Right. Why what would she you ask your say? input? Depends on what she asks. I don't think that yeah, I feel I feel like Cap no offense, but like you've never lived in LA and so oh, Ooh, So what does wow, that mean? Wow, I'm just wow, saying wow, I wow. was specifically asking questions about like Laura. Different lives, parts of town. Yes, right. Laura yes. lives okay. downtown. Okay. And I live downtown. Oh, I mean right. not really. <laughs> yeah, I do live at the East Central. I mean you, know? you don't really live there. What do you mean? I'm I'm bi coastal. I live there yeah. twice a week. You are bi coastal. <laughs> That's right. One way to put it. <laughs> That's right. Go both ways, lefty and righty. Yeah. <laughs> Only on Friday nights. Oh, Meanwhile. Speaking of leaning in a direction, um, <laughs> our Pete Thamel at ESPN has reported today that Caleb Williams, uh, mm-hmm. apparently when asked about, you know, potentially being the number one pick in the draft, et cetera, et cetera, said, quote, the 2024 draft will be an in-the-moment decision. So he's not necessarily committing to saying I'm leaving after this year. Which I find interesting only because of this, and to use a word you like to use, fascinating. I do find things fascinating. Yeah. And the reason is, while it may, it may not be NFL money, Caleb Williams is making good coin at USC right now because of NIL, which we referred to earlier. It's not like a no, it's, it's, it's no longer a no brainer. If you're a great college player and you're going to go in the top of the draft, let's say you're potentially the number one pick. If you don't like who could be the number one pick or who you could be going to, you have that leverage now at least a little bit financially. You've got a little bit of a windfall to say, yeah, you know what? I'll come back for one more year. And there's a risk always, injury risk in that sport. But I kind of like that these kids have even more power, not only against college sports, but even against the NFL now. Well, let me ask you this. You have any thought? You have any framework, any threshold, any idea on what kind of money Caleb Williams is making in NIL money this year? Well, I've seen him in a number of different commercials. Okay. Um, so I, I, I don't think those are being done for free. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm being serious. Take a guess. What do you think the star quarterback at USC, who is the defending Heisman Trophy winner, who is the favorite to uh, win according, the Heisman? According to, and this is just like, uh, you know, something on, on a website. It okay. says that he stands to make, as of 2023, he has made $3.2 million. Okay, so now, that does not necessarily mean that that's what he's going to make for this season. But in his first season, according to this, he made $3.2 million. All right, so let's just, let's just play with a number here. Let's say Caleb Williams this year at USC – is going to make four million dollars in in nil money, right? right. So seven in cha- in total. Okay. Now, and you can probably do this very quickly. Mm-hmm. The number one draft choice last year in the draft. What was that kid's contract for? <sighs> Trayvon Walker. Is that it? Was the number one overall pick, Trayvon Walker? You had no clue. The I kid, had no clue. The kid from Georgia. Well, oh, no, that was two years ago. You're talking about 2023? Yeah, the most recent NFL draft. Who was the number one overall uh, pick? Anybody remember? Who no. was the first pick in the draft? Was it one of the quarterbacks? Was it one of the, was it the kid from uh, Alabama? Was it the kid from Ohio State? Was it any of these quarterbacks? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was wow. Bryce, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce okay. Young. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So Bryce Young's the number one overall pick. Right. right. He goes to Carolina? Yeah. Okay. If you could find, and I'm sure you can because you're an excellent researcher simultaneously talking, as you can do play-by-play and play pickleball. So what is this kid's contract? So let's just say he signs a five-year, I'm making up a number here, five years. So he made, Young got four years, $38 million, let's call it. Just a little under that. All right, four years, $38 million. We'll do the math. It's about $9 million a year. Okay. Nine Uh, nine and change. Let's call it nine and a half or whatever. All All right, so now I'm Caleb Williams. Right. I'm going to make $4 million this year. Right. I feel like he's going to make more than that this year. Because I just looked this thing up that says he partners with Beats by Dre now, Neutrogena, 
uh, AT&T. Right, and again, because that number was last year. Right. Okay. Like, he's got a lot more deals now. Let me ask you this. Do you guys think, and I'm, this is a serious question, do you think you could make more if yeah. you're Caleb Williams at USC than you could if you were Caleb Williams playing for the Carolina Panthers, using them as an example, or being the number one overall pick? It really doesn't matter who the, the who it is. Um, if, I if mean, it just it, it depends. You know what I mean? Ten million like, dollars next year. The number one overall pick will make ten million dollars a year. Right? Can, Can he get to ten million? I think it's not impossible. Isn't it capped though? I don't know. Is it? No, no. Rookie. Oh, no, no, yeah, yes, but the NIL, rookie contracts are right. capped. Right. Yes. NIL's not capped. Right. Right. Exactly. Could so he make? Could he make you? ten million? Right. Yeah. It, I mean, it's yeah. possible. Okay. So here's the thing. This is this answers the question. It's not impossible. Yeah. This is how you started the whole segment. Yeah. It's almost hard to believe that a college player who's most likely going to be the number one overall pick would not immediately jump at that opportunity. However, if this same college player plays at the right school, could he make more in college than he can in the NFL? And if the answer is yes, then yeah, staying in college might make some sense. If you're the number one pick. Isn't that crazy to think about? Right. I love it. I love I, I it. Don't, I don't know if we're right. I don't know if we're right. No, I love I mean, it's possible. It's not impossible is the point. If you're the number one pick and you don't like, let's just say for argument's sake, um, you know, you're going, you use the Carolina Panthers, but let's use what the Arizona Cardinals, okay? Who, let's face it, their history kind of stinks, right? Is that a fair way to describe it? Yep. They've had a few seasons here and there where they've been pretty good they went to one super bowl and lost but for the most part they've been kind of a disastrous franchise bad organization right um and you're that and you're caleb williams and you're like why do i want to go there you know what i mean like well i mean i guess the argument to that is but wait but next year the team that might be the number one overall could also be. still be the arizona cardinals or well that or it could it doesn't matter they're could, not going to be good right whoever it is right. they're not no, good right no but but it, there's a difference between not being good and not and a not a good organization okay hey listen your point is proven right i mean, I mean listen didn't uh, uh eli, eli manning right eli manning said i'm not going to the chargers right you lived through that refused to play for the chargers crap organization terrible owner dad wouldn't let him do it right and he and he's been proven right the entire time and john l <laughs> you had to get that in there i mean come on you by the way little, I, I do have a chargers thing i want to get to later mm-hmm. but the uh and brock purdy we gotta you know there's gotta be a reason to play the brock purdy sound but the the reality is this john elway did it right he didn't want to play for the colts and his leverage was baseball if you recall I do, I do recall. He right. was a Yankee player. But now the yep. number one pick potentially has financial leverage in this scenario. If you're making less, you're probably better served going to the NFL immediately. But if there is a realistic chance that you could make more playing at USC than you could as the number one overall pick in the NFL – you have to seriously consider staying at USC. Right. I mean, and look, I know there's an injury risk, um, but there's insurance policies and things of that nature. We've seen guys do that. You know what's going to happen, George? Guys are going to want to play longer in college. I don't want to go to the NFL. I make more money in college. Could that happen? I mean, I don't think there's a lot of guys that that can happen for, but quarterbacks for sure could be in that conversation. We had this conversation last year, and the answer at that time was like, no. That's not that's not going to happen. I feel like it's changed. Oh I don't yeah, know if it has. I don't know. I, I what I'm saying is is if if Caleb Williams next year was going to be the number one overall pick to whomever it was, and that contract was going to average ten million dollars a year plus all the money he gets because he's going to be a star NFL rookie quarterback and a Heisman Trophy winner, and he and he's just making a ton of money in the NFL, could he come close to that at USC? Uh, it, it's possible. I don't believe him, George. I don't. I don't listen. No offense to the young man yeah, and his family. Of course you don't. I don't. Believe. I don't know. I expect him to go to the NFL. Do I mean, not? it's very likely that that's the case. But it's the I, the money is there now where he doesn't have to make that decision right now, and he yeah. can wait and see. If, if you told me, hey, ten million in the NFL or four million in college, I'm still going to the NFL. Right, but it may not be four million in college. It could be more this year. 
need somebody who knows the facts here on this one. Well, I'm just all we know is what he made last year. Yeah. So, but I would imagine he's going to make more than that this year. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. Is there a good website that tells you like uh, who's making what in NIL? Well, I, I mean, there's a couple of these college recruiting sites that have a decent uh, grasp on it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, coming up next, Radio Tinder, Cappy. Award winning, award winning, rather. Radio Tinder. You guys in Chris's backyard. Me, Laura, and Funchy here in the studio. That's next. After 5.30 in the Southland on a Wednesday afternoon, sit down and win Cap. Radio Tinder time. We like to play a TV theme. How about this one, Cappy? You know this uh, TV theme? Dude, I happen to love this show as a kid. And the woman who starred in this show, Barbara Eden, I mean, still to this day, I have dreams. Happy birthday, Barbara Eden. <laughs> you have dreams. She turns 91 today. Damn. 91. You can follow Lindsay Baseball at Lindsay Baseball on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. I'll be there at the headquarters tomorrow in Downey. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, founded in the city of Downey, just like me, sucker. God, I loved Barbara Eden. She was she would wear that genie outfit, and she had those pink pants. Yeah, you know, and then like she was just so all naturally beautiful. What year was that? Probably in the seventies, I guess. 60s. Oh, Early sixties. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some oh, of it really? was still black and white. Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the old school. What was the guy's the the original? Was his name Darren? Is that was no? That's Bewitched. Oh, Bewitched. Yeah, this is your early sixties. Oh, was it Larry uh, Hagman? Larry Hagman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went on to be, of course, J.R. Ewing. My one of my favorite TV characters of all time. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, here it is, Radio Tinder time. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Yeah. Thanks, Christopher. And by the way, Tony was his name in uh, I Dream of Jeannie. Tony. Larry Hagman's name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. I think she just called him Master. Yes, but Tony Nelson, I believe, was his character's name. Test your mic now, Lindsay. We've been doing a lot of adjusting. Yeah, Cappy had to move out of the shade because he's too hot, and he was in the shade. How's the mic sound, Laura? Better. Okay, good. Take Thanks, it away, producer. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has seen the viral video of wide receiver Brandon Cooks flying a plane over Seattle with his teammates Stephon Gilmore and Micah Parsons, and he wasn't very happy about it. Have you guys seen this video? No, he, he's flying the plane himself? Yes. Does he, so, he have a pilot's license? Yes. Brandon Cooks is a licensed pilot. Okay. He was just like, hey, just going to take my teammates out for a little, little ride a little over spin. the city. Yeah. yeah. No big deal. This is over Seattle, you said? Yes. Okay. And Jerry was not happy about it. He told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, quote, one thing I want to do is chast... I should do the Jerry voice. One thing I want to do is chastise Cooks. <laughs> for getting, pretty good. For getting in that airplane with the best part of the team and flying up there with him. <laughs> I was glad I didn't know that was going on. I would have to tell him part-time pilots, in my mind, are not the way to go. <laughs> so, like I said, since he's a licensed pilot, should he be allowed to fly his plane with his teammates without being scolded by Jera? Swipe left or swipe right. George. Um, so, I'm going to swipe left on this only because and i generally disagree with almost everything jerry jones does but in this particular case there are plenty of clauses in guys contracts where they can't ride motorcycles or jet skis even though they have uh, a license to to well and you don't have a jet ski license but motorcycles and whatnot you have to be licensed to drive to ride them etc cetera, etc cetera. so because of that i could understand uh the trepidation is what i would say uh, even though he is a licensed pilot and he probably has the he, probably no, he has to have the requisite amount of hours flying to be able to pull that off. So but I, I can understand his trepidation with it for sure. Swiping left also here. Uh, Jerry Jones said something really important. Now, Brandon Cooks, he's a former Ram, isn't he? Isn't he a former um, a former uh, Patriot? Uh, yeah. I, and I New say, Orleans Saint and yeah. uh, Houston Texan. So so Brandon Cooks at this point of his career is no longer a star caliber player. Can we agree on that? Uh, he was pretty damn good last year. Um, yeah, I guess I don't really remember much of his year. Yeah, or two years ago, sorry, rather. Okay. He may have peaked. L last what? year he got hurt, uh, which has always been an issue with him, but his two previous years, over 1,000 yards. Okay, and so, um, but but not Dallas's number one receiving option. No, C.D. Lamb is that. Okay, so here's the thing. Who were the other players that he had up there with him? Micah Parsons. Which is one of your stars. Right. And who was the other guy? I don't know. Regardless. L Lindsay? It was... Um... It doesn't matter. Here's the point. Here's the point. Yes, the guy has a pilot's license, and yes, the guy can fly a plane. But my man, that one guy right there, Micah Parsons, that's the star of my defense. I don't need you, Mr. Amateur Pilot Guy, flying around joyriding with the star of my defense. Don't do that. You want to go up there and fly around? You go up there and fly around. I don't even know if you're going to make this roster. 
But that guy right there, <laughs> you keep him on the ground. That's a little, yeah. A little I mean, you don't know if you're going to make the roster. Not very nice, Kevin. It's not nice, but that's Jerry. I'm in Jerry's voice here. You understand? I'm in Jerry's character. And from Jerry's perspective, don't be flying around my top defensive player, pal. Stefan Gilmore. All right. Another good player. Well, yes, that's who I'm talking about. And Micah Parsons. Yes, another good ball player. Ball players. I, I just want to point out that there are more car accidents within, like, the first mile of where you live than there are plane crashes every day. That is true. However... In this particular instance, I still don't need my top defensive player up there flying around with you, buddy. And then, I feel like you could say the same thing about, like, you're not allowed to get in a car with somebody. I don't know. I feel like that's it's kind of I feel like it's kind of ridiculous. It's not like riding a motorcycle or a jet ski. It's not? So, no. It's the same thing. As, I feel like it's safer or just as safe as driving a car. Eh. Is that your feeling? I mean, I don't know. Okay. I don't know uh, the numbers on that. You're not, but you're, you have to be trained in that. Yeah, but he is. Well... He is. But what happens when the plane goes upside down because of weather, then you don't know where you're at? We also don't know if there was also, like, another pilot in there with him. Like, who knows? Would you get know. in a plane that Cappy's flying? No. no. But that's Cappy. I'd get what in if plane... he was trained? No. Okay. But now, if, now, now, if, like, I, you I, or I have George... a friend who's a pilot, and I won't get on the plane with him. I can barely drive, so yeah. I can only imagine the anxiety if I was flying a plane. Yeah, I can't do that. If I got on a plane, and by the way, you'll love this, Lindsay. My, one of my college roommates, who was the dumbest of the group, He's, was it Alex Van Pelt? No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, he was the smartest of the group. Okay. Uh, this guy's a pilot for Spirit now. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean Alex Van Pelt was not that was dumb. I just asked because I know he was your roommate. Mm-hmm. That's all. There's another roommate. Okay. Now he's a pilot. Multiple roommates. Fly on his plane. Yeah. He's a pilot for Spirit, so, yeah. so he hasn't been flying too long? No, yeah. he's been flying for many years, and oh. he actually teaches the pilots from oh. Spirit. He teaches in a simulator. Oh, there you yeah, go. Michael's been in a simulator. You guys can find a simula- uh, simulator oh, in the scavenger hunt oh, if you geez. want. <laughs> really? Scavenger hunt coming up in, less, in, in about yeah. 20 or 30 minutes. So there you go. All right. All right what's it's next, Lindsay? the shed over in the back. Hey, now. All right. So Lamar Odom <laughs> became the butt of internet uh, joke. The you know what? They did Lamar dirty. I saw they this. They did. They did. So he posted an innocent picture of his living room TV, right? So Saying that he was watching show- Team USA yeah. and supporting them. Yes. Yes. He wanted to support Team USA. And it was a good game. He wanted to show everybody that he was tuned in for USA's matchup against Germany. And instead, he was the target of mockery because everybody online was bullying him so badly to the point that we then later saw, a couple hours later, saw a tweet from Lamar that said, I'll just leave this here. And it was a photo of a brand new TV. Right. They said his TV was too small. Because yes. it, it, the TV that wasn't as big as the – it was smaller than the width of his uh, chimney. Fire, yeah, yeah his fireplace, fireplace, right. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're a baller, you know, everybody thinks you're supposed to have, like, some 85-inch flat screen, right? Yeah, that's that, what most that people think. So he got one that's bigger than the mantle on the fireplace. He was shamed into getting a bigger TV. Yes, yeah. he was – exactly. Exactly. The internet shamed Lamar Odom into buying a new TV when all he was trying to do was just be like, hey, I support my TV. Right, I just want to watch my guys. Right, yeah. yeah. Like, poor Lamar. That's terrible. Yeah. Cap, have you ever been shamed into, like, uh, you know, buying something or doing something because of a photo you took online? Um, I don't know if I've been shamed into buying something or doing something, but I do. I will say this. I am conscious of when I do take pictures in my house because for some reason we all do this, I think. We all sort of zone in on, oh, there's a picture of Lamar. He's in his house. Let me check out his TV. Boy, that's not a very big TV compared to that fireplace. Hey, loser, get a bigger TV. Like, I am conscious that everybody's, like, snooping through my stuff at that point, and I could be shamed for things. So I guess I'm a little conscious of it. I feel like people could pick out anything, like nitpick any little thing to make someone be like, oh, my gosh, maybe they're right. George, what about you? Have you ever have you ever been, no. like, call or called out or shamed no, or anything like not that? Not that I recall. Sure. I mean, no, no, no. No one's ever been like, man, those are terrible shoes. Oh, I mean, th- you get that stuff. I mean, people on the internet are just mean, right? Like, yeah, I'll get, yeah. I'll, I'll tweet a picture from a game. Hey, I'm doing this game tonight. It'll be a picture of me and the crew, and somebody will be like, "That tie stinks," you know what I mean, or whatever. Like, it just, it is what it is, you know. But I'm not going running out and getting a new tie because somebody says they didn't like it, you know. Oh, dude, I can get you a free tie, dude. Down at, down at El Callejones, man. Yes, comes with a $99 suit, free right. shirt, free tie, free yep. belt, free shoes. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hook All right, you up. what's next, Lynn? <laughs> All right, so there was a report from KLAS, which is a news station in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. that said a large number of Las Vegas hotels have been found with bed bugs in them over Whoa. recent months. Oh, boy. Now, Did they I'm have a list saying, of the hotels? 
they did, and I'm going to tweet it out. I'm not going to name them because these are allegations, and you know, the idea of bed bugs could like destroy a business. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I know it's a little bit different in Vegas, but um, some of them are some hotels that I've frequented before, mm-hmm. and so I was surprised to see this. I mean, I'm seeing the it's it's all over the news. So, I mean, it is what it is, you know. So, I mean, what are you protecting these hotels? Well, I mean, one of them, one of them, I stay at all the time, and it's a good. You know, I enjoy. I've hotel. never. St- I've stayed. Uh, I stayed at one of these one. many years ago. But I'm not looking at the list. Tell me the tell me the list. I haven't stayed at any of these in a long time. A couple of them. So GM, I'll just GM tell you what it is. So I, no. I, according GM is on there. Okay. Uh, so Caesar's Palace, Planet right. Hollywood, Circus right. Circus, Palazzo, Tropicana, uh, MGM Grand, and Sahara. Oh my God! So those are a lot of those are big name brand hotels, right? So I haven't stayed at Caesar's Palace in easily 15 years. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Caesar's. I, I stayed at Caesar. Palazzo one time because Sliwa got me there. Uh, summer league because they had a radio studio there, but that was, I want to say it was easily six, seven years ago. Love Palazzo. Very good. MGM Grand. I haven't stayed at MGM Grand since the Las Vegas All-Star game many years ago. I've stayed there quite a few times. Long time. Yeah, and I've never stayed at any of the other hotels. No Circus Circus for either of you? No Circus Circus, no Tropicana, no Planet Hollywood, no Sahara for me. Palazzo's got bed bugs? Yep. I mean, according to this story. Not the Palazzo. I know. How about that? So the I was Rico Palazzo? chicken parm at that Italian restaurant downstairs. The biggest chicken parm you've ever seen. Delicious. Palazzo's love it. Nice. I love a nice chicken parm. It's beautiful. Oh, oh, some of those are very nice hotels. They are. Um, but can I just say one thing, though? Like, okay, bed bugs, right? So I don't really want to sleep in a bed with bed bugs. But when I'm in Vegas, I kind of think that there's other things on the mattress worse. that are way worse than bed bugs. Well, go. but those things don't bite you. Yeah. No, but you're kind of laying and in them. Bed bugs, you take them home and then they infest your yeah. house. Yeah, correct. Oh. It's an infestation. The whole thing. I know, but what about the previous uh, guest's DNA that's all Is over the, the place? Because like, nobody could see where you were going with that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you didn't have to that's say Right. We kind of figured that out the first two out. times you mentioned it yeah. without saying the words DNA. Why? What's wrong with DNA? Nothing, but it I mean... It just, like, leaves something for the imagination, for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Do you guys know what DNA stands for? You're yes. the guy You're the guy who, like, like you, you know what? I'll, I won't say this. Do you, do, you know, <laughs> do you know what DNA stands for? Leave that to the imagination. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if you, if you sleep in a bed with someone else's DNA, it's not like you're going home pregnant. <laughs> You know? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know? Whereas if you get bed bugs you and you, you, you sleep in the bed with bed bugs, there's a very good chance you're going to bring them home with you because they get in like the corners of your suitcase. I've read all about them because I'm like paranoid. Do you get bed bugs, girl? No, but oh. I'm paranoid about bug bites and like I get bit by mosquitoes. The mosquitoes are coming. Grosses you me feeling out. them now, Cappy? Out Dude, here? It is, it is hot. A, Ugh. B. But the mosquitoes are starting to bite me. I got to spray down. Yeah. So I, I mean, I was just going to ask if you'd ever seen a hotel that was on that list after hearing that it had bed bugs. My answer is yes. Okay. George? Okay, so what was the question again? <laughs> I mean, right. I know we were talking about, but do, have I... Ha, would would you I ever stay in any of those ho- hotels after hearing that they once uh, I mean, I would imagine, you know, they're going to get cleaned up. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I guess I'd be okay with it eventually. Yes. There's a check, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to lo- lift up the sheets, which a lot of people don't like to do that in a uh. hotel, because that, you know, but you got to look under the sheets No, and I'm not stuff. doing that. Yeah. That you got to go between the, the sheets, as somebody once said. Yep. All right, that is Radio Tinder, brought to you each and every day by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves, available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com, and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Coming up next hour, we have our scavenger hunt while the folks, uh, Chris, and uh, they're at Chris's backyard in his house, Cappy and Lindsay. I'm here with Funchy and Laura. Uh, here back in the studio. Uh, so we'll have our scavenger hunt, Lindsay versus Cappy, to find stuff in Chris's house. Uh, we also have some Brock Purdy news uh, and some Niners quarterback news. But coming up next, Cappy, I mentioned Michael a second ago. So Clay was on the Paul George podcast, the uh, you know PG podcast or whatever he calls it. And I, I thought that it was a very revealing um interview in one particular regard and i'll tell you what that's all about coming up in a sec 710 the backyard espn <laughs> 10 minutes in front of six o'clock sedano and cap on a wednesday we wait just Cr- about- chris we have controversy here but go ahead quickly i was, good. I was gonna set it up that's yeah. what i was doing oh. anyway but if the song is playing it's between the sheets because we were talking about bed bugs but you know, <laughs> let's go to our update desk. We've got Little League controversy. The great producer Funches with the update, I believe. Oh, All right, stepped on it. 
All right, guys. Uh, so California was up four to three. Uh, they just hit a home run. El Segundo, up, right? Yeah, El Segundo. A solo shot. So they're up five to three now. But when the kid came in for, to home plate after the home run, right? He did. He, they, he stomped. He yeah, jumped on he jumped, home plate. Oh, he jumped on home plate. Right. So the the catcher of Tennessee, yeah, the catcher of Tennessee is claiming it, that the kid didn't touch home plate. Right. Well, so, he clearly and, did. And his, yeah, his, we're looking his, at the replay. Yeah. His his team was there to celebrate with him. Right. So they're claiming he didn't step on home plate, and now we're seeing the replay. Um, and he did. So basically, here's what happened. So when the team from Tennessee was claiming he did not step on home plate, uh, they all were at the mound chit-chatting with uh, each other. And do you have the audio of them? Okay, let's hear what the manager of Tennessee was telling his team in regards to El Segundo, whether they stepped on the plate or not. Let him get in the box. Then you're going to step off. And you're going to tell the home plate, home plate umpire you would like to appeal home plate that he missed for home plate. Wait, wait, then you're going to throw it to Corbin. Where do I appeal? To the home plate. To the umpire. You're going to say, I want to appeal home plate that he did not touch home. Then you're going to throw it to Corbin. He's going to touch home plate. Okay? Relax. All right. So then, panicking so, like, wait, what do I do? So anyway, so then they did that. So then he threw the pitch. They called him out, took the run off, and then... The El Segundo manager came out and said, I want a challenge. And now, if you want to fast forward to that, um, they have gotten, they have they have reviewed it. As you saw, the kid in El Segundo, when he jumped, they will he, he, it, he touched they the plate. And now they're saying it is a home run, and so it's back to back. five to three. Yes. And what was it number 19 who hit the home run? Because he's the kid who hit the home run the other day when they lost to Texas, when they lost 3-1. I don't know, he's a big, tall kid. Yeah, and he's six feet tall. And he, and he started the game yesterday as the pitcher, and it's like Randy Johnson is on the mound because this is a six-foot-tall 12-year-old who's throwing, like, 150-mile-an-hour yeah, fastballs at these 19. kids. Yeah, it These is stinking 19. kids from Tennessee, they're gutless bums for cheating like this. No, no, no it's not the kids. Don't blame the kids. They're kids. They're kids. Let's not blame the kids. We know I like calling the, managers gutless. The manager's gutless. He's more kids. gutless than Dave Roberts. <laughs> Wait. I mean, this guy... For this guy to go out there... He's like Aaron Judge, this kid. But in the middle of a game to try and explain (laughs) to the kid... They're trying to explain. Wait, so the now they're trying to see if he touched second, and now oh they're throwing to second. This is an outrage. Tennessee should be ashamed of themselves. This is shameful. The manager told the pitcher to throw to second to see if he touched second. Are they going to do it to third too? Oh my! Tennessee God. should walk off the field in shame for this display of unsportsmanlike conduct. I think I, that's a new show starting. I think the El Segundo manager <laughs> should kick the other guy's ass. <laughs> there I mean, should there should be fisticuffs. It's worth getting ejected <laughs> over. This is the. I mean, put it this way. Hey, in just a regular Little League game in El Segundo, people get into fights over less than stuff like this. That is and true. by the way, relax, El Segundo. I'm only teasing. I'm just talking about Little League as a whole. But come on, dude. You're going to disrupt this game like this and play these, these mental games with these kids because your team's getting beat? Come on. You know there's a prime pizza now in El Segundo. Oh, I know. Oh, it's beautiful. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right nice. Right next to TRB. Tin Roof Bistro. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Good. Prince is also good. Yeah. It's also in the arts district. Yeah. But uh yeah, so now it's all settled. El Segundo is up five to three. Uh, and they are still batting in the bottom of the fifth with two outs. Right. El Segundo needs to beat on this Tennessee team now like a rented mule. Right. Right. And now say enough of open this garbage. Right. Because open of the can. manager, not because of the kids. Because right. of the manager. Right. He's gutless. He's gutless. What's his name? We gotta get his name. Wait, Lindsay, what's the guy's name? But I mean, name? just think about the little kid on the on the mound. The kid's like, wait. Wait, what do I do? Yeah, he was. He, you could tell he was kind of like freaking out. Right. That's why he was telling him to relax. Relax. Uh, I am relaxed, but I'm trying to figure out. Wait, wait. I step off the mound, then I throw the ball back to the who? The catcher? And then I do what? I, I tell the umpire I'm going to appeal. Relax. Dude, I've never done this before. What do you mean relax? I have no idea what you're talking about. His name is Randy Hoof. Randy Hoof at this point in Randy time Hoof. at 5.54 p.m. on a Wednesday afternoon in the Southland. Where's the Little League World Series? I wanted Series to make getting, sure it was in the Southland. In, uh, Where's he getting Williamsport, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. What was his name? Randy Hoof? Hoof. Hoof. Randy Hoof in Williamsport. You, my friend, I got this! And you should be ashamed of yourself for this display of unsportsmanlike conduct. In fact, gutless. you should get a 15-yard penalty for it. As a matter of fact, Unsportsmanlike Conduct is actually a cool name for a show. It is a cool name for the show. If, if you were to start a new show, that would be a cool name. Oh, and now look at the little kid. Look, look at the little kid, uh, uh, the Tanner, pitch, the or whatever his yeah. name his is. Tanner? I don't know if his name's Tanner. He looks like a Tanner. The kid is clearly shook. That kid looks like a kid named Tanner. I think his name's Brody. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, well, that guy right sorry. there, number no, three. No, but I, I feel bad for him because he, he looks shook for sure. Well, yeah, because you got the skip yelling in his face. Relax. relax. I don't know. What do you mean relax? On national TV. Right. I'm on ESPN. My friends are all watching me. I haven't reached puberty yet. You know, I'm, 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 I mean, you're telling me to appeal. I don't even know what you're talking about, man. Right. Yeah, I, it, it, that, that was Tanner a, kid could have been enhancing back in the day. He's got that look. I mean, it's it just a weird. He put the kid in a really weird spot. By the way, I love umpire cam, and I love the I love the video of 19 hitting his home run. Home runs in little league are the biggest joke, by the way, because everybody's using these bats that are all juiced up, right? And it's also like 210 feet to hit one out. So it's really like you What's could. What's your problem? They're literally. I mean, they're they're little kids. What's your Damn, problem? cat. What do you want them to do? Hit it four hundred feet? No, but <laughs> not everybody's juicing like you're juicing no. these days on HGH or whatever you're taking. Uh, NAD plus. Yeah. But you know, just back the fences up just a little bit. Pepe Mantilla texts the manager's a sore loser. I'm mm-hmm. with you, Pepe. Why is mm-hmm. Pepe not at the house? Yeah, I'm surprised Pepe's not here. I know you should be there. Hello, my friend. Dude, we've got we've got Hebrew national hot dogs. You know what I mean? Uh, we got what else? We got Coors Lights. We got Pizza Hut. The, since we played a promo earlier, we don't have to play it now, but the promo yeah. where you're asking if Pepe was speaking Hebrew. <laughs> and oh, that was that funny. That was good. And George is like, I know what you said, Pepe. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so real quick. He uh, does. He does make a lot of his H's sound like chuz. Real quick. Um, you, we were Before we went to break, I mentioned that Clay, uh, you know, speaking of Pepe, Michael's his, uh, you know, foil. Uh, his son Clay was on the uh, podcast P. Is that what it, is that what it's called, Lindsay? think so yeah, yeah. He's, he's got one of the top and listen podcasts. he's done a great job like the guest he had Stephen a on there a couple weeks oh, yeah. ago like he's had a lot of great guests on this podcast yeah. uh, Stephen a hilarious you guys see the whole thing with lonzo ball yeah i i listen lonzo did what he had to do you know yeah, what that i mean was so funny yeah well, I, I, but I, that's not my point the point is let's talk about clay oh oh there's a point yes so clay went on paul george's podcast and they were talking about just kind of both of them have obviously dealt with catastrophic injuries, right? So here's that exchange. And and listen to what I thought the end where Clay made a compliment. I thought he, he paid Paul George a compliment that not enough people, I think, uh, give Paul George. Go ahead. You got to get a little lucky in this league. I've learned too. Like, you got to get some breaks with injuries. I mean, Paul and I have been through it. Just lucky to still be going for five. Like, when mm-hmm. I say that, I, I, I have no complaints. I'll do it all over again. Injuries and all. And I'm still together with the guys I came in with, with Steph and Dre, Andre and Steve is special. Damn, that hurt. Oh, when you snapped your shit. I had six surgeries. I don't got shit to show for it. You really inspired me. I was there when that happened, bro. You got rings to show for it. But I never had to carry a franchise like you, bro. I appreciate that. I was watching you in the offs, bro. I was like, damn, I want to be with Paul's at dunking on Birdman yeah. <laughs> and I'm on early vacation losing the Clippers in the first round. It's hard to even conceive now. <laughs> hey, that was an all-time team you almost beat too. The Heatles, what a time. <laughs> LeBron's still here. I'm like, this is crazy. Um, he, he, you know what? Paul George, pre-injury, people do forget that. Like, he was 23 years old in a game seven against one of the most vilified teams in recent NBA memory, right? Like, they almost pulled off one of the biggest upsets potentially in basketball history. Uh, and Paul George was the biggest reason for that. And I know he, the way I look at it, Cappy, he's become more of a punchline because he's had so many playoff failures um, that I just feel like people forget this dude was incredible before his injury. And he's been great after, don't get me wrong. But you heard him, six surgeries, right. man. Like, and that's not show for it. a small thing, you yeah, know? But I, but I love that admission I've had I've had six surgeries and I don't have anything to show for it. You, on the other hand, have had a couple of major injuries and you've got five rings to show for it. And then the respect of Clay to say, but I didn't have to carry a franchise. Not only is he showing respect to Paul George, and it doesn't I don't care who it is that he's talking to. I like the fact that he's respectful. But the other part of it is, is he kind of makes an admission like, hey, I've been a number two the whole time, or even maybe right. in some cases a two and a half. Right. Which I thought was also, uh, you know, very self-aware. That right, was, that was a good exchange. And Paul George not only had that, you know, time in Indy, but in the with the Clippers, he's had injury issues, and his sight, like co-host, right in this case, in Kawhi is never healthy either. All true, George. I got caught up in the Little League game. <laughs> I, got, yeah. I, I turned. I had to see what was happening in the Little League okay. game here. Yeah. All right, no worries. All right, Cappy. Get ready for the scavenger hunt. That's coming next hour. But before that, I got Brock Purdy stuff, Niner stuff. You're a football guy. I want to hear your takes, all right? That's coming next.